Hi folks, and welcome to Elevate Your Game, a podcast where we take a deep dive into how to successfully bag game for the table and make it delicious. We'll explore hunting techniques, tools and equipment to increase your field success, and the utensils and culinary techniques that make wild protein delectable. My name is Tim Fowler, and I'm a Canadian journalist, chef, hunter, fisherman, and wild game cook. We'll talk with relevant experts, review gear that will help you achieve your goals, and provide game preparation details that will deliver memorable meals. Direct message me your questions on Instagram at Timothy D. Fowler, and while you're at it, give me a follow. Or you can email me your culinary questions at tim at birchcanoe.ca. Whatever your favorite wild protein, together we will elevate your game. Hi, folks, and welcome to Elevate Your Game. Today, we're talking with Diane Hunter. She is an ambassador with Vortex, a multi-sport shooter, and uh, she's got a strong opinion about um, about reticles, how to choose them, and how to work it. She's uh, she's landed on uh, MRAD as opposed to MOA, but we'll get to that. Um, Diane, thanks for joining us. Please tell listeners a little bit about yourself and how you arrived at where you are today. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, (laughs) One of the things that, uh, the only reason I ended up uh, starting to really work with uh, playing with optics was like hunting is one thing. And, uh, but when you go and you start competing, that's the difference. So I, I really started working with Vortex when it came to archery. That was my first time to, to start looking into what suited my needs. I was out to look for a scope, a range finder, and I just wanted to make sure that my binos as well, that they all worked together and the optics were similar. And that way I had a good clear view and I could switch back and forth and didn't confuse my mind too much. Um, one of the things that, uh, I did right away was I phoned and I got help from, uh, Vortex. I, his name is Reginald. We call him Reg. And, uh, he wrote a book that's called the ultimate optics guide to rifle shooting. And so what he did was he, he walked me through, um, all the things that, that I needed to really like really the Coles notes version. And that's what I needed because I needed it to be simple, understand it and for it to be precise. Um, but the key thing when you look at optics is you have to understand that when you're looking at your scopes, your let it be MOA, MRAD, it's an angular unit of measurement. Um, one of the other things to always remember is the optics are what drives your bullet to the target. And you're just the one that looks for precision stuff. But realistically, your optics are key. And for me, I like easeability. So um, one of the things that, that I'll go into the, uh, the Milleradians and then I'll go into MOA in a little bit, but, um, one of the things to really focus on is easeability. So, uh, fitment, fitment's one of the good things. You need to make sure your scope fits you and you take the time to fit that scope to your rifle and to your eye, because if that doesn't work, you're going to be moving around. And at any given time, you can get yourself off the target going left and right with your cheek and stuff like that. So that's, the, those are your basics. Yep. Um, then I moved to the reticle. For me, the reticle was the key thing and my weight categories. So I shoot metallic silhouette. I shoot high power and I also shoot uh small bore. So I wanted to be able to go from 
archery to be able to go and shoot metallic silhouette the next weekend and then practicing throughout the week. So the key thing I looked for was my scope. The scope, um, sorry, my spotting scope. My spotting scope is uh, a razor and it is called, let me find the name for you. It is called the Razor HD 27, uh, 60 by 85. And wow. the key thing about my scope is the eyepiece, I think it's amazing, so smart. The eyepiece uh, turns out it's a nice clear vision for archery. And then I put in my AMRAD eyepiece for shooting silhouette. And I tell you, my coach loves me because if he has to go or my spotter, if you have a spotter and they're like, oh, you know, your, you know, your windage is out, you need to go two clicks to the right. Well, they're so used to MOA that they don't think about, well, little me shooting MRAD. So that was the key was to be able to help them to be able to support me while I was shooting. So that, that was a, the key thing is I, I chose that scope because of that. The other thing is I shoot the the razor the razor hd light that keeps me in my the weight category for shooting silhouette you have to be under nine pounds to be able to shoot the hunter class so i shoot both open and hunters so i just have all one set up and away i go um i also did uh i, I really worked on making sure my guns matched so mm. i use tika t3x i use a tika uh tx or t1x and the stocks are similar. I'm able to fit, have the fitment exactly the same and go back to back. And it feels like I'm using the exact same gun. <laughs> One just kicks a little more. But uh, other yep. than that, that, that was the key, was to be able to get as much repeatability as I could to ease my own mind, to be able to to focus really on shooting. Um, the all other of, like what I, what I like about that, I want to pause there just for a minute. Those, those gun pairs, I call them gun pairs. Everything that you learn on your small bore, trigger control, everything everything that's required to be an accurate shooter transfers a hundred percent to the the big game round. Like I'm I'm a hunter. I wanted I want to do a good job of getting game on the table, and I want to be able to shoot accurately and etc. Obviously, um, but my when my small bore and my uh, big bore match perfectly all that trigger time stacks up and and it makes you a better shooter when it comes big game time carry on i love so it I, I like the concept you're exactly right like i shoot a six five creedmoor uh for my high power competition as well i can use it for big game that's actually what i did in the fall so um it, it, yeah, it's able to, and I'm going to be using my Creed more for coyotes because I have a little bit of a coyote problem on mm. my land right now, to mm. be honest. Mm. So Perfect. they need to go. Um, but okay, so so back to the repeatability. Yeah, you're right. Your trigger poundage, how much you're pulling. Um, if you have a double stage trigger, I think it's called it's called a double stage trigger, right? Like when you go through the first to the second. Yep. <laughs> sure two, stage, two, two, two stage. Two stage trigger. Sure. Okay, sure. so you have your trigger, and so I set it just. I think, uh, I think we have to be at two pounds. So I just set it a little bit. I, I'm probably about two, two and a quarter, two and a half pounds. Um, and both of them are identical. It's the same squeeze for me and Matt, and it's it's been pretty good. Um, so so to the reticle now. For me, the reticle is the most important for silhouette because I shoot archery. I started off trying to shoot like. 
a hash marked scope that had, you know, the crosshairs and, and all your windage. I was like, geez, that's what everybody needs until I looked through it. And then I went and I was shooting archery and I'm like, oh, this is a lot of grain transfer. So what I chose to do is I went with a G4I BDC MRAD. So it's got an illuminated center dot. It looks like archery pins. Very, very simple. It has a hole in the center. I put my silhouette target dead center and then I hit the silhouette target over. We're not, we're not shooting like you would be shooting one inch off the cross or something like that. I mean, if you can, it's great. But when you're shooting silhouette, you want to get that metal target to go over. So the key is have your center, the target in the center. Um, so the nice thing about the Razor HD light is it was light. It matched my um, my weight requirements as well as it had a really nice, easy reticle. So I can look through it. I have a relaxed eye and all I have to do is focus on shooting. Um, and I have that for both the small bore and the high power. Um, and, and then I can go from archery one weekend and go to the other. So uh, the other thing is the reason I chose MRAD. So MRAD to me, one, the radical only came in MRAD, so that expedited my learning <laughs> quite quickly. Uh, so realistically, I matched the scope radical to me, and then now I had to work and learn MRAD, so milliradians. And the, um, you showed me the radical a minute ago. I would describe it as um, two, two horizontal um bars um that head toward the center of the reticle leaving the center of the reticle open and then a vertical bar that comes up from the bottom and they're pointed is that right mm -hmm. exactly so they're so you sort of have this three-way two horizontal bars and a vertical bar from the bottom and then your target is the open area between those points just for listeners. So they can like, well, what kind of reticle are we talking about? So that's what we're talking about. And then now carry on. <laughs> and you can go to, and you can go to the vortex website. I can tell you the vortex website has a wealth of knowledge. When you go mm -hmm. to www.vortex.com. And then we also have a Canadian website. For all of us Canadians. Uh, the nice thing is you can go on there. There's upteenth YouTube videos to be able to go and watch, enjoy, and it really does step you through in layman's terms how to actually shoot and use your rifle prop or your scope properly. Um, so that's kind of that. I just think that's a good way to start looking on there, look at the reticles, look on the website and see what works for you and what you think you can do, deal with. Sometimes I'll tell you if you're reticle is way too busy you're going to be all caught up in everything in front of your eyes instead of actually looking at your target yep. so yep. that's that's a key too yep. um so one milliradiant so if i'm at 100 yards i look at one milliradiant as 3.6 inches of measurement and then what you do is you times that by the distance of your target so uh, if you can kind of go back to math, you always go to your four times tables. It's actually very, very simple. You round up. I mean, if it's three point something, uh, you round up to four. But anyway, so one MRAD is 3.6 inches of measurement. And then at 200 yards, you times it by the distance of the target. So you're at 7.2 inches of measurement. Okay. So one MOA, for example, is um, one MOA is one inch. And then for a 200 yard target, you times by two. 
So then you have two inches more at the 200 yards. And yep. so the angle gets greater with the further <coughs> length of the shoe. Okay, does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay, and then another thing to really remember is your parallax. A lot of people don't utilize the parallax on your scope. Um, make sure I, I like the parallax on my scope and I preset for silhouette. I preset, I have a charter as well on my scope. Um, mm -hmm. But the parallax I preset with marks as well. So if I'm shooting um, a chicken, the next one's a pig, and then the turkey, you know, I could quickly dial and then I have an easy ability on to be able to utilize the scope and use the parallax. So um, when you look at the same reticle, the same focal plane uh, with your eye, you want to, it's kind of like looking at a speedometer, the, the angle of the focal plane. So when you look in a car and your buddy's driving, you're like, oh, you're going too fast, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you, the reason you think you're going too fast is because your angle is different than the actual driver. So yep. sometimes you think, or they're going too slow, you know, depends on where you are. But if you look at the speedometer, you know, if it says that they're going 100, you know, 90, and they're actually going 100, that's a good way to think about how you want to work with your parallax. So you want that parallax and, and granted, if you're on your site and your cheek's not fully positioned and you don't have mm -hmm. your cheek marked on your gun, you have the same problem. You can be left, you can be right. And at times <coughs> that will transfer to the target. Anything that your eye transfers downrange. So that's a thing to remember too. Okay. So that's the biggest visual that I could give is just think about your speedometer. Um, well, that's the best, that's the best explanation of parallax I've heard actually is like, okay, parallax gets introduced. It's the, it's the the off center line um, that happens in a passenger as a passenger when you're looking at the speedo. It's like the driver doesn't have the parallax; you do. Well, that that actually makes sense to me. That's cool. Good. Thank you. Yeah, it's like and it's a clear visual, and we've all been there. Any of yep. us that are like the little rerun off of Charlie Brown, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. so worried about watching everything in front of you. Okay, so so that's that's what it's that's anyways with reticle. Um, oh, sorry, parallax. And then I just want to go to, and then I have another kind of a mathematical page that I went uh, and laid out. So when you have your, when you look at milliradians, you got to realize that when you're working with it, it's a coarse measurement. So it's easier. It's honestly way easier to deal with when you're talking. So if I'm talking to you about it, it's very easy for me to say, okay, you know what? 6.5 mil of elevation, you click one tenth, right? So it, it is a very simple transfer um, to be able to explain it to people. So if you have one tenth of a mil, it's simply a decimal to the left or to the right. Make sense? Yep. Okay. All right. And then a quarter of a minute, you know, and then that's when you, that's when I said you learned your four times tables. So 3.9, uh, 3.937, one mil at a hundred meters that's when you just round it up to four and then you go three times four equals 12, which is 1.2 inches of movement. Yep. So if you can remember the simplicity, then, then it's really easy to do it. The key to using any optics, I think for MRAD, MOA is make sure you're, you've done everything before you hit the range. So mm -hmm. for me, I go to the range, I do all my practicing, I set my scope up, my turret, I do my only through fine adjustments, depending on the light and the wind factors. 
So when I get there and, you know, we're sighting it for silhouette because things change very quickly when it comes to, to wind, especially in Alberta. I was at a shoot down a Tabor that it was, have you ever shot Tabor? It is so crazy windy. So mm. there's no trees to hold up the wind. Okay. So um, that's kind of, that. that's how we look at that. So then you look at uh, MOA and then when you look at, uh, anyway, so MOA, I'll just stick to MRAD anyways. So um, when, when I said about the milliradians, uh, 60 clicks, if you want to go one, one milliradiant, you go 60 clicks on the turret. Simple. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's, and then I have a little bit about MOA, but most people understand MOA. I mean, one mil is equal to three and a half MOA, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Good. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think when I, when I look at your, um, when I look at the turret that you prefer, um, it's a fast, it's a fast acquisition turret mm -hmm. for, for hitting the piece. Like you said, it's not like the, the quarter inch you're, you're looking to shoot a quarter inch group. You're looking to hit that target and hit it consistently and do it fast. So it's a fast acquisition and very simple. So I like it. I believe awesome. there's a company in Canada called, um, no, I totally just drew a blank on that, uh, where you can get specialized turrets. It's called, hmm. uh, ballistics, Canada, ballistics, Canada. Okay. So look them up too, because they, you just give them all your information and they'll go and they'll send you out a turret, whatever color you want. And we go for me, Wait. I don't need it. I just use my, and I love, love the vortex comes with the turret. So mm. all I do is pull it up, slide it, put it down. And then I have that all preset as well. So I have my same thing, chickens, uh, chickens, pigs, turkeys, and then my rams. So I just put the little mark on there and I can dial it quickly and away I go. Um, so for me in that kind of a competition, that's where, I mean, if, if I'm shooting bench, then it's a completely different game bench. I think you have to, you have to dedicate your mind to bench shooting for me, standing silhouette. I chose sports that I could cross over a little with less pain. So archery, I stand and silhouette is no easy game. I was talking to Pat Cooper about it this weekend, about how I want to get people involved in silhouette, especially at Genesee range. Cause I want to set up a silhouette range there. Yep. And yep. one of the things about it is, is, you know, right away, Pat's like, gotta tell people it's not easy, Diane. Because <laughs> people people sit there, they look at you and they think you should be a rock star standing there holding a gun. Oh, you have to learn how to be stable. And it is a very challenging sport. And that's why I love it. I love archery because it's challenging. You're standing, you have to balance. Same thing with silhouette. Small bore is a little bit easier because you're not kicked around as much. And that's why I think women, women and... Uh, Women are the fastest rising demographic, especially for small bore sports. Um, yep. And uh, that's why I think it's good to go and talk about scopes, different things to look for and to help, help with that kind of a help with that group, as well as they say older people, they like small bore and uh, they're gravitating to going to competition now to be able to, you know, get back in the game. And I think that's great. Well, and all that training transfers to the field. Like if you're, you know, my podcast is called Elevate Your Game. It's about elevating the game of hunting and elevating game on the table. So my, my desired outcome is to eat. <laughs> so, so all of this range training and the games that you are 
participating in elevates your game in the field for when it's time to eat. It's like, yeah, that my what I've learned shooting silhouettes transfers to, yeah, I knocked that deer over and now we can eat. Um, you know why I started archery? I started archery for the very same reason. I shot a whitetail at 560 yards and I was with my children. And my daughter looked at me. She's like, well, that was easy. And I thought, oh, no, that is never going to be easy again. So we went out no, and we bought, no. our, I bought them bows. I made them go out. We bought bows and uh, they had to learn how to shoot bow and arrow, close range, Sweet. stealth bomb in. And she, my daughter, Caitlin, she loves, loves shooting. So archery, actually, all my kids love shooting. But um, the challenge of archery, that's the only reason I started in archery. And yep. started to compete and really love the fact that the more you compete, the better shooter you become in the yep. field. You become way more accurate. 100%. 100%. So, That's yeah. awesome. Good. What do you want to leave listeners with? Uh, to never be afraid to reach out for help. It, mm. It's out here. It's intimidating, granted. But we've got an error in front of us that they love to watch YouTube videos. So... Yep. It, it just got to go to the right sites, though. There's some pretty good information out there. But I would suggest you go to the Vortex site, go and check out their YouTube videos, look at all the reticles online, spend your time to find out first what is your eye like. Like, yep. you got to be able to look through it, look through it comfortably. And you know, I'm telling you, you know, when you look at a reticle on a piece of paper, if you look at that and you're like, holy, that is a lot, you know, don't don't go towards it. And learn to to build yourself up to it. Start simple and, you know, you'll be successful. Sweet. We'll put some links in the show notes to lead people to Vortex website and a couple of YouTube videos. Dan, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us about your game, about, uh, about your choice of scope, and uh, that you choose MRAD. Thanks. Perfect. Thank you.